Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Now, I'm sure you've all heard about the game Among Us. If you've been living under a rock and have no clue what I'm talking about, Among Us is a game where 10 crewmates live on a spaceship. The catch is, one of them is an imposter, and the imposter's job is to kill off each crewmate without being caught. On the other hand, the crewmates must complete their tasks while trying to find the imposter and not get killed. It's a pretty fun game, but I never thought the Among Us game would happen to me in real life. When I was 16 years old, something terrible happened to the kids in my class, and that's when I found out there was a real-life imposter in my class. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. If you do, you will become a beast at Among Us. Trust me, it really works. I grew up in a really rural area. There wasn't much around. The closest city was hours away, and my neighborhood was really small. I knew everyone, and everyone knew me. My class was also very small, with only nine kids in total, including my best friend, Jeremy. Jeremy and I had grown up together since we were practically fetuses, as our moms were best friends too. Jeremy and I did everything together, and he was more like a brother than a friend. School was pretty much normal. We had assignments, did work, got detention, you know, the usual stuff. Jeremy and I stuck through it all together, and I was so glad to have him as my best friend because he made such boring things become a lot more fun. Not much happened in our town. There wasn't much crime because everyone knew each other, and that would be like stealing from your own family. It just didn't make sense. But it could also get quite mundane. With only nine kids in my class, there wasn't much drama to get excited about or fights to feel anxious about. Sometimes I wished something exciting would happen, but I should have never made such a careless wish. One day, a new student came to our class. The teacher introduced her as Abigail, and she looked like a really shy girl. I was also slightly creeped out by her. She always seemed to be staring at me, and it was almost like she never blinked. Her eyes had bags under them, and she was also wearing quite raggy clothes. I looked away as she sat down, and I made a face at Jeremy. Jeremy chuckled. He understood how I felt. (laughs) Abigail was a weird kid. For a few weeks, nothing significant happened at school. We just continued our studies, except we had a new kid among us. She didn't speak much in class. She pretty much kept to herself, but then something happened that changed everything. 
One of my other friends, Michael, didn't turn up for class suddenly. When our names were called in the morning, his voice was absent. I was surprised. As far as I was concerned, Michael had never missed a day of school. He was quite academic and wanted perfect attendance at school. One time, he tried to come after he had just had surgery the day before. But his parents, as well as the school principal, managed to persuade him not to come if they marked him as present anyway. You can imagine my shock when Michael wasn't in class. Was he sick? Something terrible must have happened to him to make him miss school. Jeremy, where's Michael? I whispered to Jeremy while the teacher was still calling names. I don't know, replied Jeremy. He looked concerned. Should we go to his house and see what's wrong? I asked. Sure, let's go after school, he replied. Once school ended, we went straight over to Michael's house. Like I said, we knew everyone in this town. It wasn't hard finding Michael's house. When we arrived, the door was already slightly ajar. I peered in and was shocked to find two policemen were already there. I knocked on the door. Michael's mom appeared, looking stressed. Luke, what is it? She said to me. Oh, hi, Mrs. Johnson, I replied. We were just wondering if Michael's all right. Michael's mom closed her eyes, and to my horror, I discovered that she was crying. Michael is missing, she said after a while. I looked at Jeremy with wide eyes. Missing? asked Jeremy in shock. Michael's mom nodded. Since this morning, the police are here. Have you, have you any news about his disappearance? Do you know where he could be? I shook my head regretfully. I'm sorry, Mrs. Johnson, I don't. I hope you find him soon. Michael's mom looked down in disappointment. That's okay, Luke. Thank you. She closed the door and Jeremy and I walked away. We were so shocked by this sudden turn of events that we hardly spoke on the walk home. The next day at school, Michael was still missing. At school, we set up a notice board for anyone who might have had any info on where Michael had disappeared to, but no one knew a thing. It was as if he vanished out of thin air. Now, if there had only been that one disappearance, I may have been able to move on. Sure, it was absolutely terrible that Michael was missing, but I was willing to move on with my life. That is, until the next victim turned up. It had been a week since Michael's disappearance. We were sitting in class waiting for the students to fill in, but I noticed that there were only eight kids. I realized that Emily was missing. Mr. Layson, Emily isn't here, I raised my hand and told the teacher. Mr. Layson looked around, and I thought I saw fear flash across his eyes. I see, he said nervously. Then he called someone on the phone, and I noticed that his eyes had widened. I felt my stomach plummet with terror. Surely Emily wasn't missing too, right? Maybe she was just sick. She had to be. This didn't make any sense. At that point, Abigail, that new kid I told you about, entered the room. There was something about her that made me terrified. I don't know whether it was the blank stare or her strange appearance, but she gave me the heebie-jeebies. I made sure I stayed away from her for the rest of the day. Unfortunately, my fears were confirmed. Emily had disappeared. She had left her house that morning to walk to school, but she must have disappeared on the way there because she never made it to school. The public was going crazy. They were getting really mad at the police too. First Michael, now Emily. Something big was going on here. Meanwhile, I was getting really suspicious of Abigail. It seemed too coincidental that she turned up at our school and suddenly two students went missing. I was super sauce of her and I really believed she had something to do with it. I decided to talk to Jeremy about my suspicions. I think Abigail may have something to do with Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Michael and Emily's disappearance, I said to Jeremy while he was over at my house one evening. Really? He said. Why? It seems like too much of a coincidence that Abigail suddenly turns up and two students go missing, you know what I mean? I was scared Jeremy would start thinking I was a freak, but to my relief, he agreed with me. Luke, I've been thinking the exact same thing, he said. I think we should investigate it more, figure out if Abigail is behind all this. I honestly think there's an imposter in our class. I felt my blood run cold. This was starting to get really scary, but I nodded my head anyways and we made a plan to spy on Abigail. The next day, we followed her home from school. Her house was actually very close to my house, which scared me even more. She entered her home and soon she was gone. Jeremy and I waited outside, hiding behind some bushes. And then Jeremy suggested we sneak into the garden and take a peek through the window. I didn't want to do it because what if we got caught? But Jeremy eventually persuaded me and before long, I found myself in the new kid's garden, peeping through her downstairs window. What I saw made my jaw drop. Abigail was in the living room and she was holding something in her hands. And I remembered what that something was. Emily's backpack. That's right, Abigail was holding Emily's backpack. Emily, the one who was missing. I recognized it because it was bright green and had stickers on it. I would recognize Emily's backpack anywhere. I was never so sure of something in my life by that point. I truly believed Abigail was the imposter, the one who was behind these kids' disappearances. I motioned to Jeremy and we fled the scene before we were caught spying. I told Jeremy about what I saw and he looked terrified. We didn't know what we should do next though. Should we go straight to the police? I thought that it may be wiser to wait and see if we could catch Abigail red-handed. After all, we didn't want to tell the police if Abigail could get away free of charge. We needed to make sure she would be arrested for sure. And so, we waited. Big mistake. The next day at school, four kids were missing. Crazy, right? There were only four of us left in class. Me, Jeremy, Abigail, and this one other kid whom I didn't know that well. I was practically shaking with fear. I kept looking at Abigail, thinking she was going to lunge at me or something and attack me, but she seemed surprisingly calm. Mr. Layson looked very concerned. We ended up getting let out of school early, and we were told to head straight home for our own safety. The thing was, I didn't want to walk home. Abigail lived very close to me, and what if she ambushed me while I was walking home? I didn't want to disappear like Michael and Emily and the others, and so I asked Jeremy if I could stay over at his house that night, and thankfully he let me. We arrived at Jeremy's house and headed to his room. We were sitting in there for a while, talking about our suspicions of Abigail and how we might catch her, when I heard a noise come from downstairs. 
It sounded like shouting or something. What was that? I asked. What? replied Jeremy. It sounded like it came from the basement. Don't worry about it, he said. I was sort of worried. What was that noise? Jeremy suddenly stood up and said he needed to go to the bathroom. While he left, I decided to investigate the strange noises. I went downstairs, making sure to step on my tippy toes so Jeremy didn't hear me from the bathroom. I went over to the basement door and headed down the staircase. The noises were a lot louder now, and I was sure someone was shouting. When I made it down, I turned the light on. What I saw shocked me to my core. There was a cage, a huge cage, and inside were all the missing students. Emily, Michael, all the others. They were all locked in this cage like prisoners. In my best friend's basement. I shook my head and rubbed my eyes, thinking I must be hallucinating. This didn't make any sense. Why would they be in Jeremy's basement? And that's when it hit me. Jeremy was the imposter. Suddenly, I heard footsteps behind me and Jeremy appeared. So, you found out, said Jeremy. He had some rope in his hands. Jeremy? I stammered. Suddenly, Jeremy lunged forward and grabbed me, tying me up with the rope. Jeremy tied me to a chair, and despite my protests, I was now trapped. Why, Jeremy, why? I yelled. I couldn't believe it. Jeremy had kidnapped all these poor kids, but why? Why do it? None of this made any sense. I had known Jeremy my whole life, and I would never have expected this of him. So it wasn't Abigail, but then why had Abigail had Emily's backpack? Then something happened that turned my world upside down. Red lights started flashing in the basement, and a speaker was turned on. A voice spoke through the speaker. And that is the end of the Among Us Game Show Student Edition, said the voice. Suddenly, a man dressed in a suit, as well as some cameramen, came into the basement. It looks like Jeremy has won the game, the man said into his microphone. Yes! Jeremy pumped his fists into the air. I was so stunned. I didn't know what to think. But then Jeremy glanced at me and smiled apologetically. Sorry about that, Luke, he said. What is going on? I yelled. And that's when Jeremy explained. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everything. The whole thing had been part of the game show. Michael's disappearance, Emily's disappearance, the others going missing. It had all been part of this game show that had taken place. Everyone was in on it. The parents, the teachers, even the police. The only people that had no idea were myself and the students in my class. Jeremy had been contacted by the game show and had been told to play as the imposter, kidnapping these students and hiding them in his basement. If he managed to fool everyone and win, he would get a grand prize of $1 million. But what about Abigail? I asked in shock. She had Emily's backpack. Oh, I planted that there, said Jeremy. You never suspected it was me. Thanks, Luke. But don't worry, I'll share the cash prize with you. You deserve it. And that concludes my story. I had a real-life imposter in my class, and things did not turn out how I expected them to be. What do you think? Would you have been able to figure out the imposter if you were in my shoes? Comment your thoughts down below. <laughs>